I told y'all the drip was going to be immaculate every time. We're in all black today because we speak in facts. All right, let's get into it. I'm gonna stand on nothing, toes won't fall for anything I'm committed to the hustle, bought a wedding ring Everything I got is off the muscle, I don't owe a thing Maybe to the struggle, I can tell it thanks Hey, what's up guys? We're back another episode of Spurlock's Block Welcome to the block Hope everybody tuned into the first episode I hope y'all enjoyed it I had a lot of fun making it So I hope y'all liked it just as much as watching it uh, You're still gonna be tuning in to me on YouTube right now While I get all the kinks to the podcast Streaming services worked out and stuff But very soon you... I'm going to have every episode available to stream on every podcast platform as well as YouTube. But for now, everybody gets to see my amazing smile and the drip, like I said, every time. It's immaculate. But that's not what we're here today about. That's not what we're here for today. Today we're here to talk about some real stuff. You know, yesterday, last time was kind of, you know, intro, just getting a feel for the podcast scene and just, you know, introducing what we're doing with a good message at the end, though. But today we're going to get into more serious direction and talk about, you know, some real stuff. Um, over the course of the week, I had time to reflect on the podcast as well as ask other people what they want to hear from me as well as what topics should I include in it. Because like I said, this is for me, but it's for everybody. I want everybody to feel that they are part of the podcast, whether it's topics they present to me, or actually being on the show with me, and just things of those natures. Like, it's still going to be, about, you know, about me and for me, but it's also for y'all because I want y'all to, you know, Get my voice. Like, I don't just name it Spurlock's Block just because it rhymes. It does rhyme, but that's not why. I want really, like, I want when people come to the show and listen to the show, and I want you to feel like you're in a block, you're on a block of a safe space. Like, you know, everybody has their blocks. If you're from the hood, from the streets, like, you have those places of territories that mean something to you. And that's why I want to come in with Spurlock's Block. Like, I want you to come here and, li and listen in on, on this block and get that feel of family engagement. Like, just good times all around, so that's what we're here for. So I asked my um my homie Bravo, y'all check y'all check his music out also on YouTube and Apple Music and all streaming services. Bravo Kong, he dropped a new tape, jump a new tape. Yeah, I'm stuttering all type of stuff today. I told y'all I'd be excited to be on the show with y'all. That's why I'm stuttering. But we dropped a new he dropped a new tape called Jungle Fever Two. Y'all definitely go check it out. That's my boy. Appreciate him for the love and support as well as a new topic. And a topic he brought to me was basically. As a black man, do I feel pressured to prioritize success over my peace? Like, how much of my worth is based on how well do I seem to be doing in the eyes of the public? And does it even matter? And then lastly, like, is it possible to be successful and have peace these days? And I just thought, like, that was, I thought that was a really good topic. So, like I said, shout out to Bravo for sure. I just feel like it's a good topic because it's like, having a work-life balance is so hard and i feel like so many of us at our age can attest to that like it's difficult to have that balance to do what you want to do and you know just really prioritize yourself like do the things you want to do as well as the things that you feel like you need to do and it's like it kind of it's like it's not so clear cut to where you feel like the answer is easy like like okay i'll put me in perspective for perspective for example i got a new job now i work Aside from doing my photography on, you know, my real photography, my belly, my belly visuals work, aside from doing my filmmaking, my, um, let's say the photography, the filmmaking, my clothing line that I'm working on still, the podcast, like I have so many different avenues, I still have a regular job. I work at Life Touch as a school photographer. Like that's my, that's my day to day. I'm not ashamed to say that I have a nine to five. That's what I do. So it's like, I just started it and it's like, it's so much that goes into it. 
on a day to day basis. Like I have to get up early in the morning and go to these schools and do these things, you know, engage with the kids, engage with other team members. And it gets, you know, it's it's an easy job. It's great to have two jobs, my real job, photography, and my, you know, secondary job working at Life Touch. I have both those jobs, you know, make me money and make do photography in the same instance. So it's fun to create passion through my work all day long. But it does get trying, though, because it's like it takes a lot of time out of my day. And I have to prioritize, like, my sleep and my rest and all things like that to still do what I want to do. So... And that's like, that's just a, that's just a inkling of a work-life balance for me. Like, I know a lot of people, a lot of friends I have, they, you know, they have multiple jobs, like real nine-to-five jobs on top of doing what they want to do. Or they just have, you know, a lot of, a lot of jobs in general and they can't balance, you know, their fun time with their friends or with their family or if they have kids. Like, you know, all that, all that stuff matters. And like, as I've been progressing in my photography and doing stuff like that, it's important to have like work-life balance. And I feel like everybody needs to have that. Um, I feel, and I want to ask y'all, that's so why I want to come on here and start with, like, describe my work-life balance, because I wonder, like, do y'all have a good work-life, like, how is y'all work-life balance? Do y'all have, are y'all, do y'all have a stable system where you get to do things with your friends or, you know, your family and also do things that you have to do, like necessities, like paying bills and working to pay those bills, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you feel like you have a grasp on your life to where, oh, I got it, I got it. And honestly, y'all probably would say you do, but I'm pretty sure you don't because it's so trying and it's so taxing to do those things and be and feel like you're in a good place where you're comfortable and not that part of straining you. Because, I, like I said, I, me, my, me personally, a lot of my friends, I talk to them and they talk about how stressed they are because they got to go to work or do this and that. And it's just it's just annoying. So I know how it feels. So like I said, honestly, I can say I don't. And it's challenging for me to do that. Um, and really, like, how much of my worth is based how much of my worth how much anybody's worth should be based on you know what they do in the eyes of the public like that's the same thing in this in itself like i had that problem myself like i would say probably right before covid like 2019 i was struggling to find my look like photography has always been my everything since 2017 i've been going strong with it i took a little break because school wasn't really going my way i just had a lot of personal stuff going on in my life in 2018 so I kind of took a, a step back, but it, I really tried to get back into 2019, but it felt like I was trying to play catch up. Like I saw some of the other photographers growing and doing their thing. I saw other people, other people in general doing their thing. And I feel like I had to play catch up to those, to those people. Not like, cause you know, Instagram, social media engagement is so evident in your face. Cause it's everywhere now. I feel like I was just running around trying to shoot this, shoot that. And at this point, I feel like I was losing myself in my shoots because I was just doing stuff that I'm either get paid for or stuff that I don't really like or shoots. Shoots I wouldn't even really think would be dope, but I'm doing it because I know that that person going to like it. I know I'm going to get a lot of views and insights from that. And it's like, at like when COVID happened, I had so much time to reflect on myself and my art. I realized it's like, it doesn't matter what nobody likes. It doesn't matter what the next person is doing. Like... You gotta remember, it's a million people in this world. Everybody's gonna be doing the same thing. You got people over here that's photographers. It's a million photographers. Everybody wanna pick up a camera now, whether it's for good intentions, like really creating art, or people that's just nasty and wanna create it to, you know, like guys that wanna do it to engage with girls. Like that, I, I hate that. But it's a million photographers in the world. It's a million, you know, like it's a lot of nail techs out here. It's a lot of hairstylists, it's a lot of art, like rappers and stuff. Like it's a lot of people. So it's like, you can't do stuff you can't you can't feel like you have to like blend in with everybody else because that's the that's that's the word like that's how you get stuck in this in this pit of just like 
Like you were in this circle of just like everybody else crammed into his face, doing the same thing, trying to make it out. Where you got people over here that's doing they they doing their own thing. They doing the same profession as you, but they doing their own way. And they're getting the looks and the insights, stuff like that. And if they're not, they don't even care because it's like they're happy within themselves. Like they're happy with their balance. And I feel like I feel like peace within yourself, doing your artistry is also just as important when it comes to work-life balance because going back to me when I was trying to run around do all these shoots that I wasn't really feeling or stuff I wasn't feeling I was stressed like I felt I was even more stressed than and work was weighing on me school was weighing on me like I think like so I was in the middle of school like made some you know I was like a probably sophomore and junior like it's weighing on me heavy and that's why I can't I feel like nothing's going right like like the arts night coming out right I'm not feeling it my school work not coming right I don't really care about the school I'm just trying to do it because my mom want me to do it I'm trying to do the right thing but it's like that's why that, that work life comes into balance because it's important to grasp your goals, grasp your dream, know your goals, and know what you want to do and achieve those things. It's like, like I said, you lose sight. You like you put yourself in these boxes and try to lose sight of yourself. But ever since twenty nine, ever since twenty twenty, since COVID, I was on a I was on a run. Like I was having fun. Every project I did was with my friends. People I was just coming coming to learn just because they're models, other artists, and just collaborating. Like, I had fun. Like, I could genuinely say, I know COVID was a tough time for everybody. And, like, it was stressful, but I had fun doing those things because I, it was coming from a place of me. Like, I dropped my first photo project, and that was big for me. Like, I never thought I would get to that point. Or oh, it would take me forever to get to that point. So, that's just so how important and how great it was to have that balance. And I was still working. Like, my job didn't shut down. It wasn't out of business as long as other jobs during COVID. So I did have to go to work. I still had to, you know, engage with my family and stuff like that. And them stimmies definitely helped. So, you know, bad and trying to throw them things back out. I need like about two, three of them things. But aside from that, like I had, you know, like I had money, you know, I was making money. I was still working. I was doing my photography. I was doing all these things and I was at peace. Like it was still stressful. I'm not gonna say that every day was a cakewalk. Like, yeah, I still had a hard time. I feel like I was still like undermining myself. Oh, I was, you know, putting one focus on one thing towards the other, but I still had, you know, I still had peace within myself. And then even let's like continue with the 2020 year, stuff like that. You had like, you know, all the, all the riots and the pre police brutality. That was tough on me just as much. Like, you know, a lot of dudes be like, oh, it's not happening. Like, they don't, like people that's not really understanding the situation, they'll think, oh, it's not, it's not happening to me. You know, it ain't going to happen to my, you know, my family not happening to me. Like, they ain't doing that out here. Like. You can see that happens to anybody. Anybody gets pulled over, anybody that gets antagonized by an officer, it's not much you can do. And that stuff weighs on me. It weighs on any black man. Like, I can say I get in the car sometimes, and I don't, I don't have nothing in my car, nothing going on, but I just see officers around me. And I try to sit up straight, drive right, because I know. Because actually, because I don't know. Because I don't know what's going to happen next. And I don't want to be that type of person. I put myself in situations. Like, I have two loving parents that care about me and still a lot of things in me. To, you know, make sure I do the right things and not fall victim, you know, how, like how many others have, you know, God rest their souls. So it's like with the riots and stuff going on, still trying to find my peace and do what I want to do. It's like it came a place. I'm trying to think, how do I, do I want to create stuff that pertains to that? You know, do I want to talk about, you know, I don't talk about them things. Do I, am I even ready to open up about them things? Like about, you know, the injustices, police brutality, how I feel about it? Because... You know, as a black man, you kind of closed off from a lot of things. You don't really want to express your feelings, especially to, like, your homies. So, like, that, because they'd be like, oh, you tripping, bro. You tripping. Like, that's that's that happens so many times in the black community as a whole. Like, that's why I like how a lot of people ever since then have been talking about mental health and therapy and stuff, because that all plays a part. Like, your peace 
that's everything. Like, this is the main part I want to, you know, I always have my main parts of the show I want y'all to get out of. And that's my big part this time is your peace and you being you is everything. Like, you can you can do what you think will make you money, for sure. Everything, I, everything I have dollar amount. Like, money is everything. It's the world all evil, you know, but you need it. So it's like you can do things to make your money. And that could be one of your starting points. But your foundation of what you're doing has to be from a place that's you. A place that where you feel you're happy and that feel like I'm not going to be a barber because I know every every nigga need to get their haircut. No, I'm a, that's not me. Like, I need my haircut. I need my hair braided right now, actually. But I'm not going to do these things. I know it's going to make me money because I'm not going to feel it. I'm not going to be into it. Like, like so I'm, I'm going to do this photography. I'm going to do this videography because I love movies. I love visual images. And everybody, everybody the same token in a business sense. Need pictures taken. You know, you got businesses that need pictures taken. You got, you know, like regular people doing birthday shoots and weddings, photography, all that stuff. They need pictures taken. And even my other projects, everybody need clothes. You know, everybody like to watch movies. I just like movies. That's my own little thing. But, you know what I'm saying? Like everything has a point where it can make me money financially, but it also has a point where, hey, if you know me, that's part of Rance. That's part of his foundation. That's part of his, who he is. So that's what I just goes to say, like, find your peace. Find your peace. Find what makes you happy when you wake up. Like, when you wake up and you feel like this thing is stressful because you love it so much, that's honestly probably your peace. That's the thing that makes you feel most, like, most happy. That's your high. And, like, that's the most important thing I feel like everybody should follow. And that's my, that's, that's my message to y'all today. And when it comes to the balance of it, like, you should do what you need to do. If you got to work, you know, while you making money, do that. But make sure you prioritizing yourself so you're not forgetting about that. Like, that's the big thing I feel like about having your own job. You forget about what you forget about what's important to you, but what's important to live. And that's like two big things right there. Like, like, I feel like that's a word right there. Like, you forget what you, what's important to you because you're worried about what's important to live. Like, you're so busy about making money, paying these bills and you know, taking care of your family, you forgetting about yourself and your needs. So you make sure, like, make sure, whoever listening out here, make sure you prioritizing yourself. That's the biggest thing. Make sure when you right now, your daily, your daily task for the week, make sure you're adding that time and say, hey, I want to chill. If, you know, if you don't have no entrepreneurship, you're not doing no business, just be like, hey, I'm going to set time aside today or, you know, end of the week. To, I'm going to do everything I do this week so I can do, hang out with my friends, so I can watch the movie like I want to or play the game like I want to. If you got a business, be like, hey, I'm going to set time for my job. I'm going to go to my shifts and stuff. I'm going to come home, eat, do what I got to do. I'm going to, you know, set up a routine and stuff like that. But make sure you, in, in that routine, you adding from this time to this time, I'm working on my projects. From this day to this day, I'm working on my stuff. Like, prioritize yourself. Put yourself as a priority, like, in every sense because you're going to fall off. You could be just a just another person on the street just living around like just moping around you mad to work because you can't get your stuff done because you're not prioritizing yourself to get that stuff done like you have to have a mentality like and even like having and like that if you feel like it's still not clicking like think about the corniest saying that my mom probably loves like she loves to say it's funny like yolo like she loves that saying like she loves it and it's like it's corny to me i always mess with her about it but it's true like you really only live once so it's like, don't think that work has to, you know, work and like in the problems that bring stress have to take over your whole life because it don't. Like, 
It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you only live once. Like, like when it's all said and done, that's it. You can't take this money with you. You can't take your work with you. But you can take these memories with you. You can take, well, you can't, I guess you can take your work with your memories. But but you can't physically take it with you. But you can take your memories with you. You can take the happiness that those things brought, the emotions that came with doing them things that you enjoy. You can take that with you. So it's like, make sure you put that aside because you don't want to look back be mad because you was moping every day because you got to go to work. You're like, oh, Lord, I hate going to this stupid job every day. Like, I hate getting up. Waking up, you're looking at your homie or not homie, not anybody looking at people on social media, they all having fun, they out in Putacana, Bora Bora, Duba Duba, whatever, what all these all these crazy name countries and stuff is. You like, dang, that sounds fun, but I can't, I gotta work. You can't, like, and it's not even on a place of trip, just making memories as whole to just, you know, like, see the, see the world, see, make memories, hang out with friends, you know, like, hang out with family, do those things, like, that goes with prioritizing yourself too. And you got to think about that when it's all said and done because some of these people are not going to be here forever with you. And honestly, I feel like if you're so focused on working and doing all these things, they're really not going to be here. They're not really not going to bang with you because you you always too busy working. Like, personally, I have that thing. I have that. I had that. I still kind of have that problem now. Like, all my friends that know me for them, I'm a workaholic. Like, I work all the time. I got, like, five different things I'm working on, on a, a week. So it's like I don't hang out with them a lot. And they, you know, I, that's why I love them forever, like, because they still ask me, like, hey, you trying to do this ranch, trying to hang out, trying to go this and that, like, let's go do this, and I appreciate them for that, because he never gave up on me as, as a friend, and I have to, like, remember that to myself, like, they could leave, they could go away, and they could do their own thing, and I don't care about what I got going on, I even worried about to, be worried about to ask me to, to hang out with them, because they know, Oh, he gonna say no. He busy, too busy, caught up in work. He too busy doing this and that. So I had to think about that, sit back and reflect. It's like, I'm 24. Like my life is gonna pass me by. I'm gonna be mad looking back on it. Like all I did in my 20s is work. All I did in my all my did in my 20s was make a bunch of money, pay some bills, and re trying to make the money all over again. Like you know, so it's not it. Like you gotta make you gotta make memories and do fun stuff. And honestly. I, I, I learned that like when you experience that stuff, you traveling, you seeing the world, you hanging out with friends, making memories, you gain more insight and more creativeness for your passions. Like I learned, like I learned that I take better pictures when I'm on vacation sometimes. Cause I'm at peace. I'm just chilling. I don't know, bills paid. Everything's done. So I'm just out here living carefree. When I'm, you know, hanging out with friends, I might talk to somebody, might have a great idea, or I might see a niche for a need for something. That I didn't know or, you know, depending on clothing, a clothing item that they all like. And I can make that for myself to put out to the masses because I was engaging with people. So even, so like, I say, all to, I say all I have to say, like, even having that YOLO mentality, that only live once mentality to do stuff with your friends, it all goes hand in hand with the work life and it all goes hand in hand with your passions and stuff. And that's why I feel like having that balance is, again, it's so important. So that, that's like, that's just my big thing, honestly, with it, like, you know, keep your passion keep your passion and maintain a balance like that's the biggest thing that's the biggest two things like keep your passion by maintaining that balance don't worry about what's to come next like don't worry about what you got to worry about <laughs> don't worry about what you got to worry about don't worry about the stresses that you have in this world that's going to make like it's going to hinder you because nothing's going to hinder you but you you can that goes for anybody like i know so many people in so many different professions so many different you know ways that's trying to make away from themselves and I, I appreciate, I, I love them for that, that they got that drive and that hustle. I just will never want them to forget who they are and what they want to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, do those things that, gotta, you know, that you got to do, but also make time for yourself because you're only one person 
and you're forever only going to be one person with one life. So just have fun with the world, have fun with life, and just, you know, do what you can, you know, just like make memories, just have, you know, like I said, have fun. But that's all for that. Let's get into New Music Monday. Why didn't get to New Music Monday, though? Let's talk about, I probably not going to do movie reviews, but I do love movies all the same. Let's talk about The Batman. That movie was great. I loved it. That movie was awesome. Like, I, I have a reservation going to it because it's like Robert Patterson, Edward, what's his name? Edward, uh, I don't know his last name, but Edward from Twilight, like, Batman, Bruce Wayne, like, and like, seeing the trailers and stuff, it made me excited because, like, he's, like, beating the dog mess out of everybody, like, and that's the Batman that I know from playing games and stuff, but it's like, like, really? But, when I saw the movie, the movie was great, like, three hours, Odia, I will say, that's my biggest takeaway, like, three hours, was crazy like i was like god damn like i was i went late too like i went like 10 i went like 10 30 so i'm like literally sitting there it's keeping me entertained though for sure so it's like every every time i feel like it's like a slow moment because i'm tired and I, i'm like i feel like i'm nodding off boom explosion happens. boom so i get punched in the face and there's a lot of, a lot of sound so it's like it keeps you on your toes but the movie itself like i expected i expected so little and got so much that's the biggest thing like i was like god damn like he's like he killed the role as batman like because you gotta keep in mind the movie is set in early years of Batman when you know he's still grieving and mostly you know traumatized from what happened, but also trying to be this figure for the city, this vigilante to stop crime and stuff. So he's all like heartbroken and like it's a traumatizing hurt. So he's basically out, out here every day just beating people up, you know, for the fact of it, and just because he's trying to do a good thing. So it's like it's really dark. It's really dark, but it's a great take on Batman. Like the director Matt Reeves did his thing. Uh, I like to look at people in production, like who they are, instead of just saying like their title of the you know for the movie. Because you know everybody, I feel like me being a photographer and a videographer, I know everybody that plays a part in these projects matters. So like I want to butcher his name. I think his name was like, uh, dang, I'm talking. About, I want to talk about everybody. I forgot his name. Dang, what's the girl's name? The, the, the the guy that made the score for the movie, the music, Michael Giacchino. <sighs> Bro, it's like when you watch that movie and you just see like. Like, when the music comes on at certain points where he's doing some crazy Batman stuff, I'm just like, bro, this shit, like, this shit hitting, like, this movie's hard, like, then the cinematographer in it, like, he, he got, he's a, one. he's the man for me, like, directed this thing, directing everything, writing the script, whoop the whoop, but the, the cinematographer, Greg Frazier, hey, if I ever meet you, bro, I'm, I gotta shake your hand, cause you, you wanted to, like, you wanted to do, like, the, the elements of the shots and the way, like, the moved around, like, it was the one season of trailers too, so I'm not spoiling nothing. When he was like running through the hallway and the lights was flashing and each shot was, every each light was made by, because of the gunshot and you could see him eating the bullets and still knocking, knocking dudes out. I'm just like, bro, this shit is beautiful. Like, this is a beautiful film. So if y'all haven't seen, I still have to say, if y'all haven't seen it yet, definitely go check it out. The villain, uh, the Riddler, he did, you know, it was crazy. The only thing I didn't really like was, like, Jim Gordon. Not because he's black or nothing. Like, I'm all about, you know, black stuff like that. You know, black people playing, like, you know, recasting the white roles. Well, sometimes I'm cool with that. Michael B. Jordan, Superman shit, that's kind of weird. I hope that doesn't really happen. But I'm cool with, you know, recasts and stuff like that. But it's like, I don't know. He's just like, when you watch you, I feel like you'll know what I'm saying. Like, every time it's a riddle or mystery they got to solve, he just seemed like slow. Like he didn't even try to solve it. Like Batman, like they'll ask the riddle, he'll read the riddle question out and he'll be like, What do you think it is, Batman? I'm just like, bro, try. Yeah, why don't you try to answer the question? So that was like stupid to me. But other than that, everybody in the movie did their thing. The directors, the cast and crew, that movie is hard. It's a solid it's a solid nine for me. And that's me being a Batman fan, like 
I love like Batman is my favorite hero. Like everybody always arguing about Superman, Superman, Spider Man, Iron Man, Hulk, blah blah blah. Batman, Batman. I surely believe Batman will be everybody. If if anybody ever stepped to Batman, he will beat them. Everybody, no matter who it is, everybody. They're gonna beat him. Like they're gonna like Hulk. He's gonna beat Hulk. He's gonna find this kind of way to tranquilize Hulk. Or push like some powder out his wrist and shoot it in his face, like, eh. and it's gonna be like, it's gonna throw Hawk off, he get dizzy, and he gonna he gonna fall out. Boom, Hawk's down. Hawkeye, I don't know, I see you say Hawkeye. Hawkeye, yeah, he's gonna beat the dog shit, Hawkeye. Captain America, bro, just put some put like a little electrical thing on his shield, and he gonna it's gonna shock, and he gonna throw the shield down, and hand to hand, Batman's beating the dog shit out of um, Captain America, like hand to hand combat is nothing. Iron Man, same thing. Electrical EMP blast. Knock his suit down. Now he just in a big metal case. Spider-Man, I feel like the only thing... I feel like Spider-Man is the only person that might get with Batman just because Spider-Man's agility is kind of quick. He can't really catch him. But I feel like Batman's going to outsmart him with his wit and, like, you know, keep him distracted because Spider-Man likes to talk a lot. He likes to hear himself talk. So he's talking and distracted, think he got it in the bag. Batman can distract him and then pull out like uh, something out of his back pocket or use the Batmobile if it's near him to like shoot something at Spider-Man real quick. So he's done. Like I have contingencies for Batman for it to be to be anybody. Like you can't argue with me that Batman's gonna be get beat by anybody. You can't, bro. Like unless it's a bunch of them all together, okay. But then he, Batman's like putting us in that situation. Like come on, bro. Like that's beside the point, though. Appreciate appreciate y'all listening to my review of the Batman inclusion nine out of ten movie. Go see it, Rob Patterson. That man, Matt Reeves, that guy, everybody made the Zoe Kravitz. I would like to see Catwoman movie. That was actually, she was actually did really good Catwoman. So, great movie, everybody go see. Now let's get into the new music Monday, guys. All right, so let's start with albums first. Um, because, you know, it wasn't really that, it was more singles this week than albums and stuff. So first one I'm gonna talk about is the Baby and Young Boys tape. Oh, was it nope, uh, better, it's called Better Than You. It actually, I like the tape. I liked it more than I thought I was gonna like it. Um, not saying I wasn't gonna like it, it's just like you got two heavy contender artists and sometimes it can get sometimes it can get overshadowed. And it's if you really if you look at Young Boy's catalog and you look at because this is not his first collab album by far. He's done one with Richard Kid. He had one that nobody can talk about with VL Deck. <laughs> Cause they shouldn't talk about it, it was bad. And then he has ones with um I said Richard Kid, VL Deck. What's other one he had there? He had another one too. Oh, he just had one he just had one with Birdman this year. That's crazy. He be dropping songs like I don't know what, bro. That's crazy. But he had one with Birdman this year. I think that's the three only three he had for real. And he had the compilation album with all his, you know, um, NBA people. But this is like the first artist that really kind of didn't need a pick me up. You know, they, they didn't need that young boy's, you know, assist. You know what I'm saying? Like, not the rest of the kid, cool. But you know. In in terms of the game and the rap game, you know, young boy is here. Which the kid, you know, he he's there. It is what it is. What it is. So it's like you know, you have two big superstars. You know, what I'm saying young the baby is on right is a great artist. You know, he's a great performer, a great rapper in all sense of the word. Like people give him a lot of flack, but he can spit for real. And you know, he has good deliveries and everything. So seeing both them two artists go, you know, back and forth on tracks was definitely tough. Um, so I liked it a lot more. I thought I was gonna like it. Notable tracks, I would say, would be the one that came out before the album came out, Neighborhood Superstar. The other one that came out before the album came out, Hit. That joint was always crazy. Like that beat, that joint had me jigging the car every time. Um, and the ones that came out that, you know, actually on the tape, but I like Wi Fi, Head Off, and what's the other one? 
uh, what's the second one? Oh, on this line, yeah, a little too lot. So actually, a couple songs on tape I like. So yeah, I feel like you know, if y'all checked it out, it's pretty good tape. Go check it out. Um, I wish Young Boy was like off house arrest so he can you know run around do you know these videos the right way. You know, instead of the crib, I feel like their music videos together would be crazy. With Young Boy's Young Boy's you know um, charismatic energy when he's with the baby and the baby just being a great performer and music video type of guy. So I feel like videos would be dope. So. Hope to hear more from you in the future. Um, what's another jump? What's another song I like? Uh, oh, the DCG. Oh, no, we're doing albums. I forgot. <laughs> oh, King Von's. Yeah, King Von's, what it means to be king. Solid. It makes me really miss King Von's artist. Long live Von for sure. Because he was like, you can just like. I feel like posthumous albums always show you basically what you miss. Like what you're missing now that he's gone. Well, not that they're gone. So it's like the same thing with the Pop Smoke with the first one, I should say. And with the same thing with the Juice World albums and now the King Von album, it's like, dang, you saw what where their trajectory of them as an artist was going. And it's just like, it's just so crazy to see. Like, it was the same, the content was the same, but the deliveries and how he was rapping and who he's working with, whether, I don't know, you know, Postman's kind of get weird. You don't know if they made them art, them songs together with the artist before they passed, or maybe the artist, the other feature got thrown on the album. But nonetheless, it's like, the songs and how they came, how they came about was just like you know he still did storytelling and stuff so King Von to me will definitely be truly missed and like I said it was just a great take in this in this sense like um, the song with G Herbo FaceTime I'm a G Herbo fan but the song is still hard uh, Evil Twins finally got dropped after like what two years later being on TikTok and being a hit Evil Twins with Dirt uh, the Money Bag Joan uh, War uh, all the features were hit. Uh, five years, kind of, he kind of snapped on straight to it. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it was just a good tape as a whole. He had his, you know, he got his more softer tracks with Dreezy and stuff like that. So it was a solid tape. Um, I liked it a lot. So I feel like I checked that out too. Another tape, another album that came out this week. I feel like a lot of people didn't listen to was Nuda. Was it Nuda Five? He's one of um, young boy. I mean, I said young boy. Lil Baby's artist. He definitely had a, it wasn't as long as the rest of the tapes, only feature was Lil Zay Osama, but the tape has some good tracks. Like, I think every song but the fourth one I liked, I was, I was, I was rocking to, I was into the car, it was pretty dope. So definitely go check him out if you look for some new music guys and stuff like that. And now let's get into singles before we wrap this up. Also, I know this video is probably longer than the last one. It is because I had a very serious topic I want to talk about. I'm going to still try to get the video down to a certain point for y'all, because I know y'all will hear me ramble, and my voice is very monotone, so it definitely can get drawn out, but... I'm trying to keep the energy up for y'all, and I'm also going to try to keep it interesting, the topics and stuff. But let's get into these singles, though. Uh, the first one is Moray and Corday. Um, what song was it? Oh, Still Here. I feel like that was like a good matchup. You know, like Moray and Corday, they kind of have the same vibe and stuff. You know, Moray to sing Corday with the real style lyrics, lyrics is rapping. So it was a good song in a sense. Uh, it wasn't like nothing crazy that was like, but it wasn't the crazy. That was like, oh shit, but it was good subject matter. So I like that one a lot. Um, T Grizzly beat the streets. Typical T Grizzly song, you know, good beat. He, you know, he raps on top of the beat, and then the beat crescendos, and then it's a hard ass beat, and then he just keeps snapping. So you get what you get when you get T Grizzly. So again, pretty good. Um, oh, A Boogie. I don't know where A Boogie been. I don't know what you got going on, but. I guess he back now with another his another single uh, with one of the other New York Joe rappers, B Love. I just got hit to B Love. It was like B Love, K Flock, and I think Dougie. 
the Dougie, I think. Yeah, I just got hit to them. They pretty, they pretty hard. They pretty, they got some flow, you know. It's New York drill, so it's all like I said, hard, snappy beats, you know, new UK beats, and then they snap with some drill or, or some R and B beats nowadays. That's kind of that's a crazy vibe to me. But yeah, um, that was hard. I was scared to be some like some love stuff, but no, it was it was a boogie gonna like be loved the more trap drill stuff, and then a boogie came with like like you know the harmonizing like talking about the fashions and stuff. But it was a good song. I feel like it's a, you know it's a cool like little shuffle song put in there for the weekend. Over the week, uh, Gucci Man, <sighs> Gucci Man played Blessedy Stunt. I just like he literally come on the song saying, "You this is what he said. You're not gonna get a response from me. It's not a diss. You're not gonna get a response from me. Something like that." And it's like, bro, the whole song is a diss, and it's just like, I mean, a response to a diss, and it's just like, bro, like, ah, this is just cool. Like I was watching, look, I was with the game today, and they was talking to Pusha T, and they was talking about how like this is. It's cool when disses don't end in violence. Like, you know, when Drake can push a diss, you know it wasn't going to be them in the street. Like, oh, what's that shit you talking about? And they, you know, go back and, they, you know, it's been to a gunfight or a fight. It's just straight bars on bars. Even, like, back in the day. Well, no, that's, that was actually going to be bars. But, yeah. So, it's like, with Gucci, you know, like, Gucci don't have no stake in this. Like, yeah, young boy said something to you, but it's like, bro, it don't have nothing to do with you, bro. He said your name for the, you know, if it was for the reaction, it was because it could sound good because you actually mean it. It don't matter, Gucci. Bro, you got a kid. You like, you probably like, you like 40 now, bro. Like, just make your money with your artists, you know what I'm saying? And just do what you do, bro. It's like, it was, the song, like, song-wise, like, you see my face because you see how I feel about the, the this isn't just the song itself. Like, it's just Gucci doing it. Like, I got, I just got more respect for Gucci with that situation. Like, I feel like it was not needed. Like, you don't see a little baby going to make a diss track, you know what I'm saying? Cause, oh, Boosie, oh, no, Boosie did say something. But you don't see a little baby say something because it's like, it's not a big deal. Like, it's not about you. I don't to do with you, bro. He says your name. Okay, make your money. You the big boss. Go be a big boss, bro. So, the track was hard, though. You know, he he, he had like a... It was an exceptional Gucci flow. <laughs> That's the best I could put it. It wasn't like no crazy, like, oh, he snapped. It was just a very good Gucci song. Like, it was Gucci, but it was just better than others. So, that's that. Um, oh, Pusha T and um, Nigo, Hear Me Clearly. That was a song that got previewed. I thought it was safe for his album, honestly, because I'm kind of excited. I've never really been excited about Pusha T album, which is kind of sad, me saying that from being from Virginia. But this is probably the first one I'm actually kind of interested and excited for. Like, Diet Coke, I play that genre religiously. Like, Diet Coke is one, that's actually hard. Uh, and then now coming back with Hear Me Clearly with the before, you know, after the snippet got dropped, that yeah, it's it's your heart. It's I feel like Pushy got something to talk about, and I'm, I'm excited to hear. It. And then uh, lastly, on the song, oh no, not lastly, we got a couple more. Okay, uh, the DCG brothers, I just got hip to them like two weeks ago with one of the other songs. Well, that's a lot. I heard of them before with other songs, but I really got into them after the song they had, uh, Twenty Four, that's on, on YouTube. Cause they music videos be crazy, so shout out to like No More Heroes because they be snapping the music videos. But yeah, that's no the new song they got is called Not Scared. That shit hard. Like like they flows is like it's like it's like they whispering on the on the beat, but it's like hard though. It's like you want a truck with a butt anyway. I wish it was like that should be hard. Like they like they flow and how they go back and forth. You can't like I listen. I can't even tell which who is who. I can't tell when it's uh can't tell when it's um Sean or when it's Who's that? What's up on there? Yeah, I'm trying to put a song on my phone. Oh, when it's Sean or it's um, B-Sap, like, they just be going crazy. So, 
that like they probably gonna turn to like one of my favorite rappers or like some party turn up stuff real soon because they definitely keep dropping heat. I only got I only got a song to cut with Herb, so if they drop a T. I know that's gonna be hard. So if you like I said, if you want some new music, go check out the DCG Brothers for sure. If you don't already know them, and then uh, okay, now lastly, I actually forgot. Dang, it's not lastly. I'm tripping, bro. I'm tripping, y'all. My bad. <laughs> okay, no cap, no cap. I'll be I'll be here. No cap's kind of getting up there too for me, like. I feel like he like he was in the pain whole pain era type. You know, came up with the pain songs and stuff. It's like I get tired of hearing that all the time. I get tired of hearing the trap shit too. But it's like I kind of really get tired of hearing the pain because everybody get pain. Everybody hurts so bad. And you ain't like I don't know, bro. So yeah, but he been he been having some, ever since he you know, came back out. Uh, I think when he was locked, he been having some tracks. Like I know he had outside. That was hard. He had vaccine. I like vaccine. Vaccine was hard. But this one, I'll be here. It's it's the same. No cap, but it like he like. It's like he's speaking from a soulful place. That's why I like it. Like his voice is kind of soulful and it's in the harmonies and how he raps. So that's what that I know, was tough. I'll be here. It was tough. And the video was, you know, it was real cool. It wanted to vibe. And then CEO Trail Rendezvous. CEO Trail is definitely, I wish, I feel like, I feel like he should be a double XL person. But you know how that go. I'm actually, when the list come out, I'm probably going to make a podcast about that because I know it's probably stupid. Like, let's be tripping now. They haven't had a good list since like 2016. Uh, the year last year they had the list was Roddy and the baby and that year. That was the last good year. Um, but yeah, nah, bro be snapping. Um, his last tape, Happy, Happy Halloween, Cfo with um, Turbo. That's just crazy. Like him signing Gunna and the whole YSL team is definitely gonna give him a boost up. But his tracks be hard. It should be fire. Like go check out Ronnie Vu. Go check out the tape. I'm a big CEO trap. Like, I've listened to this stuff a good little man. Ever since Okay Cool. So yeah, and we actually forgot that was supposed to be the last one, but I actually forgot to tape twenty two G's Blicky tape the deluxe though. Uh, again, it's like you know same trap stuff. I mean same UK drill stuff, UK drill beats. He does a little twist with his deliveries and stuff. Um, but it's like you know you get what you get. You get the New York drill, they all kind of same. So, but it was hard, you know. Like you know decent tracks to ride around to. So if you want that type of time. So yeah, but you know tough tapes, good music Friday. I feel like good music Monday today. Um, and yeah, I hope, you know, to hear some more. And if, you know, I, I don't like how music being so saturated now. So, like, I really be trying to pick out the ones, like, the songs that in the albums that's good to talk about. Even if they're not mainstream. Because I try to put everybody on the, to new music while I'm doing this. But also talk about the music I like, too. So, I just like everybody be so sad. Everybody drops something. And it's just be like, bro, that should be whack. <laughs> and, like, you could have waited for a better rollout. But that's beside the point. In the end, in conclusion, guys, I'll wrap it up today. I know today was longer today. I hope y'all stayed with me throughout the whole video. Um, I try to do the best without rambling. Try to structure my videos better this time. I have actually a better camera system going on, too. So I hope the visuals look better for y'all. Like I said, soon we're going to have the podcast situation set up. Y'all can just hear my voice and it can still be cool. But I appreciate y'all coming to the blog and listening to me and listening to my you know, my message and you know the good laughs and talks i'm gonna definitely get people in here on guest spots real soon like real soon i definitely have people in here i'm that probably go first one probably be either my homie jesse or probably my girl so just to, you know get different topics or ideas and stuff so definitely tune in for that we're definitely gonna have people and if you want to come in you're interested in talking about something or your brand like i have no problem like I'm a small business owner myself. I want people to come here and talk about their stuff. You know, we'll also talk about the message too. Like, it's got to make sense. So if you got something you want to talk about, something you want to display, you know, for everybody to see, let me know. Come slap through the block. You know, everybody always welcome to the block, like I said. Let's wrap it up for us, us guys, and we gone.
Peace. It's in order cause it made me Take pride in all I got cause I swear none of it came easy Upgrade and slide and push to start I barely need my car keys Where I'm from I'm up as fuck Where I'm going ain't done enough I'm gonna slide in it